Yes, sir. Time to crank up the big, the bottles, and the boom shakalakas, baby. I am the captain. We are the sports brew. And this, my friends, is what we like to call old Wasted Wednesday, bleeding into a, a thirsty Thursday, because we're just a few ticks from midnight, so that's just the way this is going to go. But we got some NCAA tournament stuff to get to as we roll up into the Final Four. We get to call some shots. Undoubtedly, we're going to drop some references to Duke, which I know Randy is extra excited about. I know he can't wait. But we're going to try to, and we often joke about doing a mini brew, and we usually fail wonderfully at it. Uh, but we're going to try to keep this a little bit tighter than we might normally do. But that we'll just see where the night takes us. But just a heads up on that, okay? So first and foremost, it has been a while. I'd almost forgotten what he looked like. Then he has his Peter Dinklage way too high on the wall for Peter Dinklage. Uh, that that photo back there, Mark. But we got to get we got to get the one and the only D set in here. I don't know if he's just here for betting odds or he missed us that much. But either way, I am happy to see you. You ready to yes. hit your, you ready to hit your cue, bro? Yes, sir. All right, three brew and fun. Woo! <laughs> that was a soft woo back there, man. Great day. All right, so first and foremost, blame, blame I, I got it. We will blame Zoom. Uh, I will ask you: Are are you using that funky drink shaker maker, whatever tonight, or are you just are you having a beer, or are you just like hydrating with water? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm 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 surveys to the night. Yeah, no, no 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 mixed drinks tonight, but but I have been enjoying that for sure. Good. Well, again, it's good to see you. I'm glad that the uh, the NCAA tournament could bring you out of the sports brew hole you've been in for a little while. So, <laughs> excuse me. And fair warning, my daughter gave me some kind of respiratory junk. Gradu. Uh, I I do not have the Rona. Uh, I have shoved those freaking test things up my nostrils enough, tickling. Tickling my brain, uh, getting samples and doing home tests. Don't have the Rona, but I do have the funk, and I got the Gradu. So it, you might hear me <clears throat> a couple of times, and I apologize for that. That's just the way it's going to go. So uh, my bad. But anywho, let's roll, man. We got to do it. Next. That's right, man. Dropping bombs with the one, the only, the Twitter Terminator, Shannon McGuffin. Bro, what is up, dude? Dude, you, you and Mark must be having a, a really great week, man. Why did you say that? Because Duke's in the final four. <laughs> Woo! Oh, they got to finish. We got to um, believe me. I'm. Well, happy. that's what she said. But <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> <laughs> going deep. Whoa! There you go. <laughs> oh, that's right. Duke in the final four, a chance to knock. Knock out UNC in their season, and then they gotta. Then if that that happens, you gotta earn it, right? You gotta earn it, okay? You gotta earn, you gotta it. earn it. You gotta earn it. You gotta earn the W against UNC, and gotta then you gotta earn. earn dub, baby. Then you gotta earn that dub against Villanova or Kansas. Now, in my bracket that I did for the Dan Patrick Show, I have Duke and Kansas with Duke winning it. So that's what I think is gonna happen. And when we talk about calling our shots later tonight, that is what I am calling for. Dims the breaks. That's what I want. That's what I think is gonna happen, and that's where I'm at. But, man, holy crap. You know, I'm mighty happy with how Duke has matured and grown as a team since that loss to, you know, to finish the regular season, that tough L, that last, you know, last game at Cameron Indoor, sucking on that fat L was grotesquely irritating, and then taking it in the chin versus Virginia Tech in the ACC tournament. But it's been a strong role since then. Playing defense, clutching up, finishing game strong. 
uh, Roach balling out. I mean, it's just it's it's been a fun ride, man. And they've had some tough sledding to get those dubs. So I feel like they're ready. I feel like they're ready for what UNC is going to bring. But look, we know UNC is not going to be like, oh, no big deal. You go ahead and just have this W. They're going to make Duke earn it, right? And UNC is yeah. plenty capable of winning, man. I'm not trying to, you know, sandbag or whatever on the Tar Heels. That team has also, if we're talking about how much growth Duke has had, you know what I mean? Think about the turnaround for UNC. I mean, they were a first four out, right? <laughs> you know, at some point, yeah. they're like, ah, oh, they're not even going to make the tournament. And here they are. So from being on the bubble, being on the first four out to being part of the last four, being part of the final four, they've really come together as a team. They've done a hell of a job. And that that win at Cameron Indoor, like that was them hitting really hitting their stride, and they've carried that through the tournament, man. They've also had some tough games. Not against St. Peter's. <laughs> I mean. Well, they oh, didn't mess around. No. They did. No. No. They, they did not. We got we got to say St. Peter's was like I mean an incredible Cinderella story. I don't think I I'm trying to remember the last time I saw a team struggle that viciously from the field. I mean they couldn't hit the broadside of a barn, a bus, the I mean you know what I mean they just couldn't hit any. That was an unfriendly rim. I mean it was just amazing. It was tough. Uh, it was, it, it, it's just one of those games, man. I know. Like you've you've had a good run and. It just that basket shrinks. The moment gets bigger, and the basket shrinks. You know, it's just it, it, it's, it's like it's like Cinderella saved up all the fail for just one moment of one epic moment of of barf. But you know they what got I mean? there. They but were one they of got eight. there. They were and, one of eight, and it, the only fifteen seed to ever make it. And mm-hmm. I believe all time, thirteen seeds or worse were zero and ten. You know what I mean? So in the Sweet Sixteen, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have to give. I mean, St. Peter's that ride with the Peacocks was phenomenal. I know. I'm, again, obviously, you took it in the gym with Kentucky, yeah. but you know they did an incredible job. They did an incredible job. Um, I mean, the game against Purdue was just that. That was yeah. so much fun. And I, tell you, and I, I, was, I, was, I had that on in the garage. And yeah. Amber, being from Jersey, man, she was going nuts, losing her mind. Really? Uh, yeah. Look at well, that. She looked, she loves it. Like she'll watch some basketball with me when I throw it on in the garage or whatever. So all right, she'll always cheer for the underdog. So if Kentucky plays anybody, she cheers for the other. Team. <laughs> oh, that's well, dirty. I, I appreciate that. I like that. That's dirty pool. That's dirty pool. But thank it you, is. Amber. <laughs> and, and, and you know we're gonna circle back to that Purdue game. We're gonna circle back to that. And the By UNC way, game. I, Go ahead. I, I don't recognize this fourth guy, man. He's he, he's looking really slim right now. I don't know, man. Who's his fourth? It's, it's all this excitement about Duke, man. Can't you see my face? Blow Duke. I might as well just go to bed. <laughs> I like that cackling Shannon laugh. Uh, like that's right my the, drunk hyena. Yeah, whatever. Like yes, right at the end, man. That that's the that's the best. And I guess you know, in honor of of Will Smith, we might as well play a little Godsmack. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, you're not. No, <laughs> not really. But that, I've, occasionally I use this to intro Randy, so I figured this was as good a time as ever to make a bad Will Smith joke. <coughs> mm. Oh, giggity. What's up, brah? <laughs> uh, not a whole lot, man. Just uh, doing my thing, enjoying some Wonderlands. Uh, yep. 
I'm just waiting for you to finally start up. So I know, I know. Like, it's, see, I, I know I need a block of time to really get into Tiny Tina's Wonderland. So I've been doing some side missions uh, in Borderlands Three and, and doing doing some of that. Uh, and I need to kind of sit down and, and make a character and build a character. But I knew that was I was gonna have it's gonna front end heavy on that game and then get into that and then we'll play. But I'm I'm super looking forward to it. I just haven't haven't started it yet. But I also need to actually legitimately finish the final boss and play through one on Borderlands Three because uh, I'm I'm just I'm at the point where I know that that I'm I'm in game. You know what I mean? Right. And so I've just been like, well, let me do some side missions. Let me do a DLC. Let me do some other stuff. But I'll get that knocked out soon. Don't worry. Uh, but yeah, I owe you some uh, Tiny Tina's Wonderland's time, faux show, faux show. So look, a lot of fun so far. So yeah, I mean, I've read you know a lot of. I haven't seen anybody like hating on it other than getting their asses kicked by bosses. But you know, what are you gonna do? Ah, that's games for you. All right, so we'll uh, run through a couple of quick hitters uh, for you. Number one, uh, I know Tiger Woods was testing his leg ahead of the Masters, and I will say it would be incredible, incredible. You know, given how challenging just the grounds are at Augusta, um, given his injuries from that car crash a little over a year ago, I mean, that dude almost lost his right leg. You know what I'm saying? Uh, to be able to walk the grounds, I mean, you know, and I'm not saying it's going to happen. Uh, at some point, we'll see him on course again. Uh, that would be incredible. And the crowd will go, no matter what, no matter how he played, if he's able to actually get through it and do it, would be phenomenal. Fact he's out there, yeah. even walking is just yes. I mean, amazing. Yeah. He's playing golf. Yeah. I mean, that's it's a miracle yeah. in itself. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Mark, just out of curiosity, uh, since the Lakers are in full BSE mode, I believe as well, as of my notes, I don't know if they were playing tonight, but uh, they lost sixteen in their last twenty-one, and they were in eleventh place and out of the playoffs. A season teetering on total fail buckets. So maybe they somehow backdoor into the playoffs. It doesn't necessarily look good for them on that front. Uh, but they're a total shit show mess. Um, do you have? I mean, are you even watching games at this point? Or are you just like, man, just just put this to bed and go away. Just get the season out of here. Flush it down. Peace out. I mean, I'll never not yeah you know, root for them. I'm definitely not going to bandwagon the bandwagon Lakers fan. It's pretty embarrassing considering all the success they've had. So like, um, Lejean and I. The main, the main one. I mean, I genuinely feel bad for Westbrook because something genuinely seems like it's not right with him. I mean, he's. Uh, it's odd to me that there's certain people like Bill Simmons who, I mean, just loves trolling him nonstop on social media about how embarrassingly bad his season is. And I, I genuinely think that. I mean, and I'm not trying to go too far because I don't know the guy, but something, right. something is off. I mean, he didn't just forget how to play basketball. No, the move, the, the move never made sense to me. It just didn't. It didn't. He, he didn't seem like he would fit, and clearly he has not. It, it never was. But there's something else there too. I mean, he's just airballing bad shots. I don't know if anybody else saw the Carl Anthony Towns moment where, and I still don't know how I feel about it. But you know, Westbrook airballed a three really badly, and Towns kind of, well, it shouldn't say kind of. I mean, significantly showed him up by like kind of doing the like putting his hand up and like looking around oh, like where did no. the ball go? I haven't I mean, seen was, that. That's ruthless, was, though. I, I'll, That's I'll be sure to share that. Share that in the chat. I mean, it, it was. I mean, it was funny. I I I, I laughed at it. Yeah. But you know, it's it's indicative. I mean, it, it was a wide open three, and I mean, he didn't come close. Um, and I mean, three point shooting is not a game, really, but still, it's really the rim. Well, I, um, sometimes I think so, stuff just goes so sideways. You're just not getting out of that hole. You know what I mean? And yeah. That yeah, that, so that, it, needs, that needs gotten piled on almost the entire season. Oh, for sure. For sure. You know, I, I, you know I, this got to wear you down. 
Oh, absolutely. And I mean, I, I hope, you know, I hope there's nothing significantly wrong. I hope he's not dealing with any significant mental health issues, or whatever, but whatever it is, I hope he's able to figure it out. Um, he, he wasn't right for the fit for the Lakers. I'll never stop being a huge fan of his. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's gross. I, you know, I, I don't really know how I even feel about, you know, wanting them, them to backdoor into the playoffs. I mean, I guess I, I'm supposed to root for that to happen, but I, I, I think the 10 teams is too much anyway. Um, and somebody with a record that far below 500 shouldn't be making the playoffs in any sport. Yeah. So it, it, it's all kind of weird to me, but we'll, we'll see what happens there. I, you know, and I, I'm trying to enjoy a few individual moments. Like there, there was a game, I want to say it was about two, two to three weeks ago where LeBron just went absolute, you know, true LeBron mode. And, and I mainly loved it because you could see they, they were in LA. You could see he was having fun. He, he went off for 50. He was burying threes left and right. I mean, his shooting percentage was ridiculous. He had a few, especially one late, like monster jam where, I mean, you, you can forget sometimes that dude is, you know, up there in age and still can do these things that, you know, most other guys in the league can't do. I mean, he was having fun. The crowd was having fun. That was fun to see. Uh, so there's, there's been a few you know, know. moments throughout the season that are good, but, but yeah, overall, obviously the season is a dumpster fire. So no. well, um, and, and, unless you were going to get, unless you knew that LeBron and the brow were healthy, you know what I mean? Like if they were healthy and balling, then it would be kind of an intriguing you know, like oh, yeah. Yeah. sort of, but I, I just don't. The, what's the likelihood you're going to get that at this point? Pretty low. You're, you're, you're not. So right. they've so, got a lot of things they're going to have to figure out in the they're offseason. A mess. But, uh, they're yeah. a mess. Uh, I did find it interesting. Uh, if they don't make the playoffs, it would be the fourth time that LeBron has missed the playoffs in his career. And I was kind of curious how many, you know, it, it, this is one of those things I just kind of stumbled on. Players that, that made the playoffs their entire career in the NBA. You know, it, there's two guys that got the longest streak. Kobe and Michael? No. Uh-uh. uh-uh. Teammates. 19 straight years. Oh, Stockton and Malone. Stock, I mean, that's incredible. That, yeah. That's unbelievable. I, I, I shouldn't have forgotten about that, but yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, the list is kind of neat, man. It, you know, you, you, got, you got a lot of Celtics on there, obviously, depending on how far back you want to go. But uh, Magic, never missed the playoffs. Okay. Wow. Bird... Um, he was physically couldn't play. He had a, a year with a back injury, but his team, he or his team, made the playoffs his entire career. Uh, Clyde Drexler, I didn't realize, made it his, his 15 into his entire career. Uh, and uh, McHale, uh, of course, is on there. But um, one guy I would not have, have guessed, like, just, I wouldn't, I just wouldn't have done it. And, and then in retrospect, I'm like, well, yeah, big shot Bob. Big shot Bob. Big shot Bob, dude. Him. Yeah, 16. But I mean, you think about his time with the, you know what I'm saying? Like, but didn't he win like seven championships or something? He got a lot of rings. He, he yeah. won a lot. He got a lot. Robert Ory's got a lot of rings, and I loved using him in NBA Jam, bro. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Oh, by the way, Mark, I did download <laughs> NBA Jam on my Series X, and nice. I was and I was playing it the other day. I was like, well, oh, maybe yeah. maybe Logan will play some NBA Jam with me, but I kind of doubt it. He's in he's in the, <laughs> he's in the Roblox at the moment, so I don't know if I can get him. Uh, he, he's finally taking a, a break from Gang Beasts. Uh, and he, he's in Roblox, Roblox land, but yet 19 straight years stopped him. That's crazy. Yeah. But uh, big shot, Bob, some love for him. Great day. Uh, anywho, I know that's kind of a random aside. Uh, since we're just dib- dibbling and dabbling with some NBA stuff, man, uh, I-, I will say the Miami Heat, man, Butler and Spolstra and, and that whole thing, uh, getting all sorts of feisty. 
I got I gotta say, maybe they were just upset about Eric Church canceling his concert in San Antonio so that Church can go to the Final Four, right? Don't you think that's what's hap- that's what's happening, Mark? I think Spolstra and Haslam and Butler, man, it was all about Eric Church. <laughs> oh, ridiculous. Church, by the way, is a massive UNC fan. And look, I look, I'm empathetic to the people that have travel plans or booked hotels. I, there's there's some people that are gonna you know eat some money for that. Uh, I don't know how they're gonna handle if they're gonna refund tickets or I don't know what they're doing with that kind of stuff because I don't think it was postponed. I think he straight up just canceled the show. Um, so you're gonna have some saltiness, bro. You're gonna have some salty fans on that. Uh, so I'm I'm a little bit split. Mark, you're the music lover. You're the music lover and a sports lover. So how upset would you be if you were going to a concert the weekend of the Final Four? And insert band or whatever. And they were like, you know what? We're going to the final four, y'all. We'll catch you next time. <laughs> the week uh, of, not uh, even like six months in advance, but like the week of. <laughs> yeah, I think it, it would all depend on like how long I've been waiting, you know, my level of interest. But let's say you know, it was I, Tool. Let's say it was Tool. I'd be pretty fucking hardworking, sure. <laughs> oh, or how about, I mean, I, I keep meaning to bring up with you. I, I, I'm guessing you saw, I mean, our. our uh, our Rage Against Machine show is, is yes. you know set set again for this August. So hopefully, I mean, I, I get why it was canceled all these times, and it it should have been. That was the right move, but you know, here's really hoping that it actually happens. This, I know we uh, we had we bought tickets to that pre pandemic. I can't believe how long ago that is now. It's crazy. I mean, right? I'm glad we hung out. I'm, I'm, I'm very glad, but like it's crazy to think about. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yep. I would love to see them in August. I think one of my favorite uh, tweets that got sent to Eric Church was. Um, if Church really believed in the Tar Heels, he would have never scheduled a show during the Final Four to begin with. Oh, <laughs> damn. <laughs> I laughed. I was like, mm-hmm. That's actually well played. I mean, right? Right? Yeah, one person was like, man, uh, you owe me 460 bucks for my hotel in San Antonio. <laughs> Ouch. Look at what I just sent you in the chat, Justin. Oh, uh, let's see. What did you Talk- Talking about this weekend. Let's see. Hold on. Let me get to the sports brew chat. Whoop. It's got to scroll down. Oh, my gosh. Do Carolina fans getting married this weekend face incredible predicament? No, you don't. Put it on in the background. Incorporate it into the ceremony. I'm just saying loser gets on top, right? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. I mean, just saying it makes, you know. Oh. Look at that. Oh, man, she was. She's a big Dukes fan. She was. <laughs> he was a skater boy. She said, "See you later, boy." <laughs> oh man. Oh, I don't. Or waiter calls the shot. I don't know. I don't, which, I don't, whichever. Have we? Have we ever had a real Levine drop on this thing? No, oh, I'm sure we have. Have we? I don't know. Not that I can remember I, for I, since I, I've been recording. I don't. Now, now I gotta. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, here you go, here you go, here you go, here you go, here you go. Oh, yeah. Oh, what is this, a live version of that? No, I'm not doing that. I don't want it. I want, I don't want acoustic. I want, like, the legit thing. Get out of here. Here you go. Got to do it right. Let me delete this one. See ya. Remove. <laughs> Bye. Really? I deleted the wrong one? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I, that's what I get for that's what I get for not playing it before I did that. Right? That's funny. What are you gonna do? 
Ow. There it is. Yes! You can. Anyway. I, I, I will go I will readily admit in my pop music like like stacks and stuff, I actually really liked this album. This that is a true story. I really liked that that of Real Levine album was very good. It was very catchy. It was very fun. I know, guilty pop pop pleasure. Just remember she wrote all of her own songs by herself. Just saying. <laughs> The loser gets on top. Loser calls. <laughs> so I, I guess if we're involving Mark, not necessarily the couple wouldn't be. But is that a case where you take the over or the under? Do you put a like? How, how do you how do you play that one, Mark? How do you how do you play the spread in this particular scenario? Like, how do you how do you handle this betting arrangement? I just got to ask uh. you. So, uh, you know what? Case by case scenario. <laughs> as long look, as long as she doesn't, uh, uh, he doesn't upset her, and he's got to go off on his own for some bad beats, it'll be okay. Oh no! no. no, no. <laughs> Too soon. Too soon. Well, hopefully she doesn't say that. But whatever. You know. <laughs> <laughs> One would hope. <laughs> saying but once you're married man it's a family affair just ask mary j blige she knows <laughs> anyway mm-hmm. that's the wrong song for this moment you know what there you go that's better oh, shit. i think anyway i don't know when their wedding actually is but i think you just incorporate it you know what i'm saying well, you gotta like have the game yeah on. I mean, uh, look, I mean, Sarah and I got married right around uh, tournament time. I mean, uh -huh. you know what I'm saying? We got married on the 23rd. So we were down in Jamaica, and I was like, oh, man, I got to watch this game. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so I snuck in a little bit of game time. You know, it was worth it. By the way, by the way, lest we forget, lest we forget, we owe, we owe Todd a little bit of love because we did we did hang out with Todd and go to a, a VCU game. Thank you, by the way. If yes, we didn't thank you, Todd. If we didn't, that was cool. If we didn't sufficiently express our gratitude the other week, right, just remember, call your tits, Todd. Call your tits. You'll be okay. All right? <laughs> oh, that was such a great text to see. I said it. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I just, I just love how my phone auto-corrected calm your tits to call your tits. I'm like, that doesn't even work. Duck it. Thanks a lot, auto-correct. <laughs> hey, hey, Justin, speaking of auto-correct, man, so I had a friend this week that dropped 125 on St. Peter's in the Sweet 16 and ended up winning like 850 Look, bucks or something. Even Mark Mark knows Good Charlotte approves that. Absolutely. <laughs> And then, of course, you know, they lose the next round. And he was like, you know what? I, I still love me, St. I still love St. Peter's. But unfortunately, autocorrect made Saint into some. So he texted us, I love me some Peter's. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's uh, a glorious autocorrect fail. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> so good. <laughs> <laughs> autocorrect. Plenty of O-nos there. 
<laughs> but it's it, it's okay, JT. You can just shake it off. Oh man. Wow. Hmm. Mm. Okay, fine. I'll give it to you. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. I don't even know what year that song came out. I, like, I, that's so. Oh, 2014, according to YouTube. Okay. Damn, eight, eight years. Eight years. Yeah, eight years of shaking it off. Look at that. Crazy. Not, not shabby. Okay. All right. All right. All right. We kind of got sidetracked and went off on shenanigans, which is not really a a, a, a huge shocker. Um. All right. J- just out of curiosity, uh, and, and we're not going to spend a lot of time with the smack heard around the world. Uh. But you know, since we since Hollywood loves to remake things. I will ask: Is uh, is Will Smith going to start a remake of a history of violence? Just, just want to know. <laughs> Get some facts know. and come back and see me. <laughs> Anything's possible. <sighs> anyway, okay. You, you do realize Hal is from that movie, right? Yes, okay. I, I I am well aware of that. And um, yeah, Will Smith, Hal. How do you fuck that up? <laughs> How do you fuck that up? Fair question. Fair question. Anyway. I, I mean, we, go well, ahead. The question is, is what? Will, will people, will the world actually let that go? Will we actually let that go? Eventually, the, um, and I, I, I saved a lot of memes. I didn't really post much. But I mean, it's amazing. Some glorious ones. Oh my god, some are fantastic. I think it's a fair question how much that changes how people see him, and I don't know. It's just it's just kind of a weird. Again, we're not going to spend very long on this. It was just kind of weird watching the video where he's laughing, and then moments later he's up there hitting rock, you know, slapping rock, um, and it's just kind of odd. And then dropping, you know, keep my wife's name out your motherfucking mouth. I mean, it's just. Like it's just kind of a weird moment. I think one of the uh, the the best kind of takes I saw on that was from Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who had a nice, uh, pretty lengthy post on it. If you haven't read that, do yourself a favor and look up uh, Kareem's post on it. And I don't know. I mean, it, it's a tough moment. Was it a great joke? No. Do I think it warranted that? No. Uh, but I think it's reasonable. However, you feel about what he did, whether you say, "Well, he's defending his wife." I mean, you know, I've heard a lot of different vantage points about it. But however you feel about what he did, I think the reality is that people are going to look at him differently, uh, and it's going to take him a while to, if he ever fully does, recover his reputation. Um, And it's not like, you know, I'm not saying all of a sudden people are going to hate Will Smith, but I I do think it shifts how you look at the guy, you know, and uh, how you look at them. And it's just kind of a weird thing. I, I think it's very unfortunate um, that it went that way, and uh, that, was a, that was a pretty serious smack, man. Uh, but just that moment reverberated all over the place, and it, it was amazing to me how, like, it was on, you wouldn't necessarily expect that. Now, I don't watch the Oscars. I don't care. You know what I mean? I don't care about the Oscars. Honestly, I really don't care about virtually any award show. Like, I might zip, zip through NFL honors because I want to see who the MVP is, but outside of that, I don't. You know, unless it's a band I want to see, I don't care about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I don't care about the Emmys, the Oscars, the Razzies. Just insert whatever it is. And the Razzies can be kind of funny sometimes, but it's just not really my thing, right? 
but for that to have become such a huge story shows you just you know what I'm saying like it was it was incredible because it was on news sports news pop culture stuff it got the hell it got memed like a mofo dude I mean and some of them are glorious some of them are terrible uh but in true meme fashion they're gloriously terrible um I mean it was just a cascade of stuff with Smith the slap I mean it was just amazing um but I, I I'll I think it was awful and it's a shame it it went that way, but that doesn't yeah. you know. I mean, it just it just kind of sucks. But yeah, I'll for be, a guy I'll, that's for a guy that's been in the industry for over thirty years, I mean, I'm sure he's been to some roasts where and, and the roasts can get pretty brutal. I I didn't think I understand that she's got alopecia and it can be a little sensitive, but I mean, I've heard far worse. I mean, it's, it's not like he hasn't made his fair share of kind of questionable comments over the years. I mean, you you can do some deep dives on old stuff that he has said that's, you, you know, granted, I'm not really on the scoreboarding people or being like, oh, this thing you said 25 <clears throat> years ago is so cringeworthy. It's 25 right. years ago. I'm just saying, like, it's not like he hasn't piled on to other people and said other things. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's not, you know, he's not exonerated from all of that. He certainly had his stuff along the way. And I mean, Rock, when he even made the joke, said, we love you, Jada. Like, he wasn't trying to, like, be brutal to her. Like, I just, I don't get it. I, I nah, really it, don't get it. I mean, it, it looked like he was laughing at it to me. And then all of a sudden, he's up on stage, you know. So just kind of a weird. Like Execute the- Order 66. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. That, one, that one was actually a good one. I was like, oh, damn, that's actually pretty funny. Yeah. But uh, well, and the thing is, it's like, you. I'm sure people have said worse about her to him and he's probably hasn't reacted in that way so and actually people actually meaning it rather than being a, a bad joke um i think one of the memes that i kind of thought, thought was funny is they had the rock up there saying that yeah oh yeah just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think it was yeah that's right if the rock said it go ahead slap yeah. him see what happens yeah, to yeah. good luck with that <laughs> oh yeah. yeah people were like what if it was jason momoa would, you, would if he had gone would he have gone after him no, of course not dude he's not probably i doubt he's gonna go up there and slap play a little slap and tickle with momoa or the rock i kind of doubt that um, <laughs> no. although it's not really i don't think it's either one of their styles to have said anything of that nature right um so you know it's just a, it's just a strange visual because he was laughing at it and it didn't you know to be fair sometimes with comedians people just kind of laugh because they expect to laugh you know what i mean they're in the moment uh but it did feel like something swiftly shifted and i guess it's his reaction to jada um but I don't know. I was kind of waiting. I almost thought for a moment that that Rock was going to be like, oh, "Man, did you did you hit the dude sleeping with your wife like that?" You know what I mean? Like he would have some kind of <laughs> reply. You know, and Rock. I, I think you have to you have to give Rock some serious credit for staying composed in that moment. I mean, you really do because it. I mean, I, that's a job, but I mean that could have gotten phenomenally ugly really quickly. Um, and anyway, so. I don't know. I mean, I'm disappointed it happened, but again, dude, if if you want to read a, a, what I think is a pretty good take on the whole thing, uh, look up Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's post on it. I think that's a pretty solid position. Uh, Mark, you want to wrap up that thing with anything else before we jump back to basketball? No, I, I think I'm pretty much on the exact same page. That's uh, you understand Will protecting his wife, and, and uh, I imagine we're all probably pretty fiercely protective of, of our wives if we feel like somebody is. 
just truly punching down at them, uh, pun, I guess, sort of intended, but um, when you're in the public eye like they are, and it's the war show, and there's a co- comedian on stage, I mean, you got to think that that's pretty tame, all things considered, um, of a joke. I, I have all impressions. I, I think that it's been made pretty clear that Chris Rock wasn't aware that she had a, alopecia. Perhaps if he had been, he wouldn't have made the joke. So, you know, it's 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 plenty valid to, you know, suggest that, you know, yeah, of course he, he could have avoided that joke um, and all would have been well. But there there's just no scenario where it's okay for anybody to go up on stage and, and attack anybody physically for that kind of thing. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Do you, I, go ahead. I was going to say, let's be honest. G.I. Jane was a badass chick. So, I mean, it's not the worst <laughs> thing to be called right. G.I. Yeah. Jane. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think Jada looks fantastic, you know, with the, and I mean, I, I get that, you know, that's not what she would prefer to be doing um, like that. And some other people have been like, well, maybe she should wear a wig. I understand that, you know, wearing a wig with alopecia is actually pretty tough to, you know, um, it kind of pulls on um, hair, hair follicles, but like, regardless, um, not the best taste in joke, but also far from the worst. I've heard by a million miles. And I mean, I think unless he, you know, rock like made like a physical threat kind of joke at Jada or something like that, there's, there's just no world where, you know, Will Smith should have done what he did. I don't know what made him snap, snap like that. I, but, I don't know. Um, I don't know. Uh, and, 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 and I guess the other last thing is obviously, yeah. um, you know, the unfortunate irony. Well, maybe not unfortunate. I mean, the get, getting, getting the, you know, the opposite of what you asked for is, he didn't want people talking about his wife. Well, he definitely chose the exact opposite way to make it happen because certainly comedians, and I think correctly so, are you know hugely standing up behind Chris and you know no holds barred making jokes mainly at Will, but feeling you know the door is open to you know come at Jada because of what Will did, and so uh, he's definitely getting the opposite of what he wanted. Uh, I, and, he's gonna get he's gonna get dogpiled. I, I hope there's not a, a precedent where people attack comedians because that would really be an awful, mm-hmm. awful scenario. I did find it odd that, you know, after party, you know, they're, they're partying, having a good time, and it's weird. And we're not there. We're not in the middle of this stuff. We're not hanging out with E or any, you know, any of that stuff. But it really felt like a lot of people, you know, kind of mm-hmm. rushed to Will Smith's side. It's like, what about yeah. Rock, dude? He's the one that got hit in the face, <laughs> like, and he handled it really class. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, I, very I think well. I'm gonna not raise a glass to the joke, but I'll raise a glass to Rock staying composed and handling his business. Because, like I said, man, that that could have gotten all kinds of ugly, um, yeah. and he kept it together. He deserves credit for keeping it together. So, because that's a that's a tough that's a tough spot to be put in, man. And in the wrestling world, he no sold <laughs> that slap. He oh, just kind of was oh, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tough dude. I do like the one where they're like, "Well, I guess we can retire the Batman and Robin slapping meme." And so they had, you know, Smith and, and Rock with some text bubbles, <laughs> chat bubbles. I, I just kind of laughed. <laughs> I mean, that thing is going to live on. You know, the internet has a very long memory, and you know uh, that that moment will be memed, and and it's it's going to last, man. That that's not going to go away. Yeah, you know, so that's that's a tough one. That's part of that's part of his legacy. That's part of his legacy now, you know. Yeah. All right, so let's let's jump back to basketball real quick. Re- actually, you know what, Randy? I know this is going to be pretty basketball heavy, so I, I will I will I'll give you one little football moment real quick. All right, so I, I'm going to ask you this. I don't know how ready Trey Lance actually is, but obviously 
Garoppolo's shoulder surgery altered what the offseason plans could have been as far as moving him, trading him. So do you reasonably expect that they're going to wait at this point and hope that – not that somebody gets hurt, right? Not not that. But you have Garoppolo's insurance policy or, you know, as the off, as we get through the offseason, if he passes the medicals, do you think they basically say, all right, maybe we'll move you, you know, early in the season to somebody? Like how much – I don't know. Like, where are you at with, with Jimmy G, Lance, and the 49ers kind of scenario? Well, I think basically at this point – if they don't trade him, they don't trade him. I, I'm more than happy to still have him on the team. It's not like he's been a horrible player for no, us. So, no, no, no. He has So the, the idea of having him to start as needed if he needs to or at least be a backup in general, I mean, I'm fine with it just because I'm really curious to see how hard they push Lance to just uh, go out there and do his thing. But on the flip side, it's like – I have a feeling that at this point, what's going to happen is we're going to see he's going to, once he passes his physicals and he's medically cleared to throw and he's starting to show that he's, you know, he's back to what he used to be to a degree. That's, I think, when interest will kind of pick up because you're going to see, you know, there's always that little window after the draft, uh, right yep. before, the, you know, training camp opens up that veterans get moved here and there or they're mm-hmm. released or and i know we don't want to release him and i don't think we will i know I, 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 I think barring I, something unusual they will eat his they will eat that salary over the course of the season if they need to but you know they should i, I mean the thing is i mean look the injury the shoulder surgery depresses his value that and you had a lot of other movement in other areas and a lot of teams have made their decisions so barring you know a roller coaster prop you know an injury parade rolling around there's not a lot of chairs left right it's just not as of right now. You got the draft coming up. You still have the Baker Mayfield question. You know, there's just there's not a lot of spaces at the moment. You know, Mus- quarterback musical chairs. I mean, where would he go, right? So, it his value is low as far as from a trade standpoint. You don't trade him right now. You hold, you hold, and see if yeah, somebody gets you hurt. You hold and see if somebody gets hurt. Uh, if nothing else, you know, you've got a guy that if Lance struggles. Or if, if something happens, hurts a hammy, whatever, moons over my hammy kind of deal, or is just on the struggle bus, Garoppolo can go right back in there and play. You know that. Mm-hmm. So I I wouldn't give him up for peanuts. If you can live with the contract and deal and eat that money, I mean, it'll be off the books after this year anyway. So I, I think you ride it out unless, you know, Lance really shows it and you get good value back for him. Why? You know, I mean, granted, I mean, let's be honest. Belichick did that dude a favor, sending them to San Francisco. I just don't know if, uh, I don't know if uh, Lynch and in the, in the 49ers front office is going to get him, do them the same solid on the way out. Don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, for, every, for everything he's done for that team and for how he's been a leader in that locker room, they definitely need to do right by him. They should. Doesn't mean they're going to. I, I agree, but ultimately, I think the idea would be to move him either right before training camp or at least maybe right before the trade deadline, just because you want to, you want to get something for him. You don't want to let that contract run out and him be end up being a free agent and going elsewhere that way. Then you get zero. Right. Exactly. I mean, so take a, well, take a force before you get nothing. Yeah. I mean, there's injuries every year. You never know when it's going to, the nope. injury bug's going to hit your team. Nope. So, you know, just, 
have them be ready. And, you know, the worst case, you just have a really good, you know, a Super Bowl starting quarterback, a guy that's gotten into the NFC Championship game before, you know, uh, probably a good locker room guy, good in the QB room. So mm-hmm. you're getting – he's getting paid 20-plus million a year. Just do your damn job, get paid, and then yeah. if you're not back next year, fine. Fair enough. Remember when that was a lot of money for a quarterback? Yes. Do you remember how <laughs> you, you remember how grotesquely overpaid Kirk Cousins used to be? Yeah, <laughs> when it that, still is. When, when it still is. But when he when he was first milking and bilking the uh, Redskins out of all that money, and then got that guaranteed kind of stuff with Minnesota, you were like, "What? That's so much money." I mean, it's, oh my! And it, and it seems like it was so long ago. Yet it really isn't. No, it, it in the grand well in the NFL shelf life it is, but in real world no. Um, we we gave Kirk Cousins some love last uh, the last time we recorded for kind of changing the landscape a little bit, and I'm very curious. I will say this: I don't know how this is going to play out, um, but we know what Deshaun Watson got. You know, you had this series of signings: Josh Allen, Mahomes, Rogers redoing his deal, and then Deshaun Watson getting 230 million guaranteed. Right, that's an incredible figure. I will say this. I don't know what's going to happen with Lamar Jackson because he serves as – I mean, he's his own agent, okay? He's in He's in year five. He's on fifth-year option land. I think he's making 22 or $23 million a year. That dude is clearly betting on himself, right, because he's not doing an extension right now. Maybe something randomly changes over the next couple of days. But I feel like he's betting on himself. And if, for whatever reason, the Ravens – if he gets on a streak and they deliver and they win the Super Bowl, oh my God, they better be prepared to pay. Um, but we'll, I think they need to be prepared to pay. Well, they will, but they're, but here's here's where it's significant. Lamar Jackson's contract. If we already have Watts, you, you know what Kirk Cousins did. Fine. All right, he he was an outlier. Well, now you have a significant contract that's fully guaranteed with Watson. And that's a guy that's got still has the civil suits and all that stuff going on. I mean, that's not that's not a done you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. and who knows what's going to happen with suspensions. Uh there was a thing with uh Jim Tomey and his wife, they canceled their Brown season tickets. I don't know if you guys saw that. Uh and there's all kinds of shenanigans in Cleveland, man. People are donating all this money to rape centers. I mean, there there's some legitimate fan blowback over there. Okay? Uh look, I understand that you know, sports is a weird thing because if you win, a lot of people forgive and forget a lot of stuff. Okay. But you're going to have a chunk of whatever fan base that's just like, nope, too much for me. And you have that with the Browns. You have that. But contractually, $230 million guaranteed, Lamar Jackson is going to be fascinating because that's going to tell us do contracts kind of stay more like they like was just was done with Rodgers and Mahomes and Allen? Or was that guaranteed money that Cousins got, and now that guaranteed a whole bunch more guaranteed money that Watson got? Is that going to be what these contracts turn into? Because if Lamar Jackson gets two hundred fifty million fully guaranteed, that's over, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like quarterback. I mean, this this offseason's crazy with the wide receiver contracts, <coughs> with some of the quarterback contracts. I mean, it we're we're on teetering on the edge of, of really redefining what. Uh, well, high level contracts are for quarterbacks in the NFL, and Lamar Jackson I th- is, is your next big domino, and yes. he, that one's going to be super significant. And, and let's let's just go with this though: the young man, his conduct is so much better than Watson's. At, yes, of you course. Know, 
So Jackson could literally just walk in and be like, this dude's in a lot of trouble. We've he, I actually played last year, put up really good numbers and he still got this. So you're going to have to pay up. Yeah. Uh, It's going to be a fascinating follow. Okay. But I I think that's going to tell us a lot about the directions that quarterback contracts are going to go over the next couple of years. It's just, that's going to be big. So, all right. Um, and Baltimore would be dumb to get rid of him. So, no, I mean, I know, I, he's, I know he's got his, his shortcomings, but he's such a weapon. He well, really is. He, he's – look. In the regular season, he is, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we, we've we certainly given Jackson um, both some gloss and some grief. Okay, we've done both here. And Mark's a little bit – Mark's probably higher on Jackson than the rest of us are, certainly more than Whitfield. <laughs> and I, I like Lamar. But like it's it's just it's a tough deal, man. Because you know you got to cross that threshold, uh, and this is like a, the Kyler Murray problem. Uh, he's certainly not on Lamar Jackson's tier. I'm not saying that, but you know when you start wanting the big payday, you got to back it up, right? And Lamar Jackson has delivered in the regular season, and he's grown a little bit in the playoffs. Um, but you, if you're gonna set the market. Uh, you, you want to see some, you know, you don't want to, you want to deliver on field too. And I think that's my opinion is that's how he feels is he wants to deliver on field and then cha-ching into a big, massive payday. Right. I would imagine he's smart enough to know if he, you know, bloats up the cap right now, it's going to make it harder for Baltimore. That's a team that still, that drafts well, historically, uh, certainly a good relationship with their coach, but that's a tough division, man. But he can look right in division and be like, that guy made two thirty. I'm not taking a dollar less than two hundred thirty million guaranteed. I'm not taking a dollar less than this guy. You oh. know, so it, his contract is going to be a fascinating follow. Um, yeah. And because he has, he's demon. You know, he he's gotten better over the course of his career. Uh, and we can argue about getting over the hump or whatever. Or our our, our conversation about Rodgers versus Jackson are hypothetical. But his contract is going to be a fascinating follow. And it, if you're Baltimore, if you're a fan, you don't want to lose him, right? Um, he's dynamic. The question with with a guy like that is always where's your where's your developmental turn? Uh, where if you have injuries or lose some speed, are are you still effective? And that's where you want to see the growth in his overall game. But as he is as of right now, he's a dynamic player, and you know. Won a lot of regular season games. You got to make the playoffs to do anything in the playoffs. <laughs> you know, you got to get there. So, anyway, we'll see. All right, let's shift. Let's shift to basketball and pound through the Sweet Sixteen and the Elite Eight, and then we can uh, call our shots for the Final Four and a couple other things. All right, so you know what? Speaking of other things, let's go ahead and get a little salute clock up in this piece, man. Uh, first and foremost, I'm enjoying a uh, El Segundo. Steve Austin's Broken Skull IPA. I went back to Total Wine, man. I stopped back up on that bad boy. So, you know, I, I realized, man, I, I keep buying this Voodoo Ranger at the local gas station, but I'm spending like 13 or 14 for a six-pack. And at Total Wine, a 12-pack is 13 or $14. Oh, I'm like, no, I'm, like I'm like, nah, I just need to go to Total Wine. Just buy the 12 uh-huh. uh, Of course, Total Wine has the <laughs> added benefit of having the Broken Skull. So I'm like, mm-hmm, there it is. Win-win. Got got to do it. So I'm having uh, enjoying the broken skull, and then of course I have my uh, Jack and Coke in my badass sports brew Yeti cup. That's right. What's up, bruh? 
Mm. Mark, what you got, bro? Uh, you know, the mother-in-law uh, always keeps me stocked up uh, with with great uh, brews from Smart Mouth and Norfolk. So uh, uh, Megan was recently with her, so she gave me a bunch of these uh, Smart Mouth, um, you know, limited editions. And nice. so uh, tonight I'm trying a, a Smart Mouth Caveman Confetti. Uh, it is a fruity sour ale and uh, Caveman yeah, Confetti. Yeah, it's a pretty huh. pretty. Uh, little uh can and uh yeah it's, it's quite quite a tasty beverage good all right randy what you got bro well by by the grace of god uh i was able to find some uh hardywood gingerbread stout in the fridge still so i, I had to crack that b- bad boy open nice um, now I, kn- I know this weekend shannon and i are going to be enjoying a little stfu on sunday so mm-hmm. that's that's going to be nice well, I, I, hopefully Shannon will be celebrating Duke's victory on Saturday night. <laughs> anyway. That smile says it all. Like, yeah, yeah, fuck you. He won't celebrate as much as, <laughs> as, as Mark and I will. Uh, Shannon, what you got, bro? I'm rolling with the Hardywood Brian's Barrel Blends number 14. Um, there's so many blends in this thing, it's not even worth going over, but it's Pretty good. It's pretty good. All right. Well, I'll say as we wrap up Salute O'Clock, let's hope that that uh, UNC Duke uh, wedding also, they also mix in some hardy wood into their celebrations. (laughs) Just saying. I see what you did there. (laughs) Just saying, man. And this guy over here. (laughs) This guy. I'm just saying, does she have a good handle on the balls? (laughs) And yes, I just wanted the sound bite. That's all. Any chance to hear balls? I I, 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 I got you. Is is that that what you you want the sound bite? You want some some balls? Oh, my God. Who the hell cares? (laughs) You said balls. Do you think he'll? Do you think he'll go with an Edert or a, a Timmy mustache? Who wants a mustache, right? Just saying. <laughs> well, <laughs> two, chicks the same, two chicks at the same time. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> uh, on the wedding night, that's a dangerous. Uh, probably not right. No. The right request on the wedding no, night. No, no, that, that's not. That's not gonna. That's not gonna go well for somebody. No, no, no. <laughs> no. No, that's some extra freaky shit, but no. Tell me how my ass tastes. That's, oh, no. I, if she, she's the Duke fan, so I hope that's, that, I hope that's, the, that's what she drops on him, man. Oh. That. <laughs> that's well, what, either way, going to be a little bang, bang going on. Yeah, so. oh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. All right, Shannon. Here, just for you, bro, since you... Since you brought that up. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Sweet 16 action, man. I got to tell you, you know, I, I asked the question last week, you know, if we were going to get the good Razorbacks or what with Gonzaga. And, man, we got the good Razorbacks. So... I'll ask this though, man. I know a lot of people have, have piled on the Zags, and you know it, it's a tough deal, dude. Some of those fouls on Chet Holmgren were, were really ticky tacky. There was one tweet that was like, uh, "This is the first time in history that uh, somebody has fouled out <laughs> with three fouls." I laughed, 
Um, and I feel I'm not saying that's why they lost the game, but they definitely that didn't help them. But I'll ask you this, man, uh, Shannon and Mark in particular. Um, at, at what point does Gonzaga have to say is it is it time to move to a different conference? Um, and wh- I don't know if that's a fair question, but I know that's been a, a topic du jour. Uh, yes, they lost to Baylor, and the, they've gotten to the championship game. It's not like they haven't done that. But uh, keep in mind, Mark Few, 38 tournament wins. That's the most all-time by a head coach without a national title. And I'm not trying to discredit Arkansas because the Ra- Razorbacks balled out, man. They earned that win. Uh, but it is tough if you look at Gonzaga's tournament history, and they certainly get high-caliber recruits at this point. But yeah. if they don't, if they didn't get it done this year – in a very chaotic, oddball kind of year, some people have called it a watered-down field. I'll, I don't know if that's fair or not, but some people have made that argument. If they didn't get it done this year, they're never going to get it done, right? So at right. what point do you go, is it time to move to the Pac-12 or something just to get more consistent, challenging play? I, I enjoy it. I think it was – well, I don't think I know. It was Jimmy Kimmel did a pretty funny uh, bit during one of his openings uh, – uh, early on in tournaments about like you know, and I feel like it was it was tongue in cheek, but I could tell like, or at least I felt he was slightly serious, but just basically this this idea. He's like the one you know, one time a year, uh, every year that's uh, you know, we have to be convinced or they have to convince us that Gonzaga is a real school. Um, says you know, look at the Google results. You know, eleven months out of the year, there's nothing, nothing, and then one one month every year, it skyrockets. You know, <laughs> what what is Gonzaga? Um. <laughs> Again, a little tongue in cheek, but I, I get it. it. It is a little odd. Um, they're, they're just, you know, because you don't really feel like there is any other school right now that's like them in terms of, you know, the conference they're in versus, you know, what is expected of them and what, granted, they typically provide is, you know, a very good team that, you know, can't quite get over the hump. Uh, but obviously, yeah, draws recruits, has a great coach. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I, I it it feels like it would be a good time to consider getting them into a stronger conference. I mean, look, I, I don't know that anybody was getting over on Baylor the other year. I mean, to be right. fair, no. I mean that that no. team was oh, that athleticism. I mean no. that that team was incredible, right? And, but and that, the way they played defense. I mean, I yeah, mean, yeah. I mean, you, it was it was it was, for a season. It was a juggernaut, and they they caught fire at the right time. Mm-hmm. You know, and the the. Your question is, is, I can go two ways on that. Sure. Yes, you can go to the Pac-12, but the Pac-12 hasn't always been the strongest conference in recent memory. No, but it's stronger than where they're at. Well, I mean, they the West Coast got, what, three or four teams in this year. I know San Francisco got in, St. Mary's got in, and I want to say one other team got in, but... I don't know. Like, part of me wants to say maybe maybe the the rest of the West Coast Conference needs to up their game a little bit. Sure, you can say that. What's the likely yeah. What's the likelihood? <clears throat> um, depends on who's in charge. Yeah, yeah, sure. But all right, so you're on the fence. I I I, I, I could go. I like I say. I could I could go one way or the other, or they could talk to the Big Ten or the Big Twelve. Hmm. Um, well, if they, if they want, if they want to up the physicality, go to the Big Twelve or Big Ten. Yeah, go for it. You're definitely going to get banged around there. Yeah, you are. You know what I'm saying? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, but, but they do. Gonzaga, in recent memory, has played a strong non-conference schedule. They right. they schedule really hard uh, in November, December. Yeah. The problem is, is once you get to January, or February, and you got cupcakes here and there, and you're not physicality every night, you kind of lose a little bit going into March. Yeah, I mean, I think what's you know, I mean, think about what the Final Four is this year. Right, I mean, you get, I mean, UNC six titles, Duke five, Villanova <laughs> and Kansas have three. I mean, you got seventeen titles between the four. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it ended up being the old a, a blue blood Final Four, right? Yes. Um, I I still think it's funny. People are like, ah, oh, the ACC is terrible. All right, you know, I mean, that second half, Miami was terrible, <laughs> but. In the in in the in the Elite Eight game, but uh, I don't you know UNC came on, Duke came on, Miami did have a nice run, but it, a lot stronger than it, it seemed as as people were reading the tea leaves before the tournament. Well, and but, and both teams grew up throughout the season. Like you can't like which Kentucky. Is, Kentucky which, lost to Duke early in the season, yes. but Coach K's always good early, but. Kentucky blew out North Carolina by over 20 in December, but you know, they never Hubert David Hubert Davis, excuse me, never lost faith in who he is as a coach. And he had to make that his team and his style. And he couldn't, it took him time. It did. It, it and did. It, that's what coaches need. They need time. Well, see that that's part of the tale of the tape, and, right? Go ahead. And he needed his team to trust him. Yes. That's the other half of it. Yeah. You need the time, but you need the players that are there to trust you and tr- give their trust to you so that you can put give them in the right possible place. And they did. They they trusted in him. And look, and, and we'll we'll get to the game analysis here in a minute, but North Carolina's bench is short. And he had and that's what he had to do to get the most out of that team. Mm-hmm. So that that that's going to play into it. I mean, course, it's got them this will. far. It got them that win at Cameron because that second half of Cameron, North Carolina had exactly zero substitutions. He rolled with the five, and that was it. So <clears throat> a part of this is, yeah, I mean, you can talk about whatever sport you want. I mean, uh, you know, Mark certainly has appreciated some Giants runs. You know, they got hot at the right time. And there's this argument about teams that gel over the course of a season. And, you know, obviously we're talking about young college players, dude. Now, granted, there's some teams that have a lot of seniors and all that. I mean, I, I get that. But that's that's not where Kentucky lives. That's not where Duke is living these days. Um, and I think Leaky Black is the only UNC guy that's played in the tournament before, I think, yes. um, as far as having experience. So, you know, it may be the best name of the tournament. F- by the a way. Phenomenal name, yeah. uh, absolutely phenomenal name. Um, but you think about you know with college basketball. I mean, with sports in general, it's the growth. It's not where you start; it's how you finish, right? Mm. Which is also true for that Duke UNC wedding night, right? Um, <laughs> just saying, <laughs> cover the spread, fella. Cover the spread. Um, <laughs> but you know. It, it, it's hard when you get to the I – mean, it's six games. If you're going to get the chip, man, it's six games, dude. It's six games. And your path is your path. And, 
you know, it's tough because you can have an off night. You know, look at look at St. Peter's, man, and an incredible run. And you give credit to UNC, but St. Peter's couldn't hit the broad side of anything. You know? I mean, they were atrociously bad. I don't remember what they shot with 30%, if that. If that. I mean, oh, my. It felt like they missed everything under the sun. Let me go to the box score. Yeah, they, they were, were they, so... they were they were eighteen of sixty. Thirty yeah, percent. That's not gonna get it. No, back. I mean they, they so. shot ninety percent from the free throw line, which, you know, that that's great, but you gotta get to the stripe. Uh but four sixteen from three. Uh I mean it's just awful. Yeah, it's just not gonna get it done. And you know, and we were talking pre podcast, you know, the bigger the moment gets, sometimes the smaller the rim gets. And uh Look, I mean you don't you don't want to go Peter Shrinklage like Chris Cooley in that playbook, bro. I mean it's just a dangerous <laughs> right? But some, some things shrink in the moment, dude. Yeah, you gotta yeah. rise to the occasion, guys. Come you on. Gotta, you gotta yeah, you gotta you gotta rise to the occasion, man. Um, but I mean, it, it's it's hard, right? And these teams that really grow and develop and get the chemistry and get the mojo, whatever it is, however you want to define it, you know, that's that's hugely critical. And, and there's just there's a, look, UNC is good right now. Hmm. Okay, UNC is not scared of Duke. Duke's not scared of UNC. Duke house UNC and you know at the Dean Dome and and UNC obviously got that W, you know, against Duke at Cameron Indoor. And God bless, Amazing. rest assured, uh, I work with a lot of Tar Heel fans, and I I know, I, <laughs> I know, let me tell you, it's one thing to get the win over Coach K, his last home game, but if they end that dude's career, woo, if you're a UNC fan, that's a really satisfying thing to hang your hat on, you know? Even better if you, even better if you finish and win a championship at, to, to finish the whole season, but... To get that last, you know, to deny him a home, his last home victory, and then knock him out of the tournament, and then retire him, well, that's a hat trick. Well, I, I would say this, and this this would for Dan Patrick would be a fun poll question. Mm-hmm. If you're a UNC fan, would you rather end Coach K's career or win the national title? Oh, well, I you, mean, if, if, if you're if, the thing is, if you win the national title, you've ended his career. You know what I'm saying? Like in context you, of this you year, can end his, you can end his career, but then lose the next game. I, I understand, but if you win the title, you have also ended his career. True so story. I'm going to pick win the title because I know if I pick win the title, we've ended his career as part of winning the title. There would be no better title they have ever won than that one, arguably. Well, I mean, some I mean people, that would be rubbing some salt in the wound. Right that's a lot there. of salt. That's a lot of salt. A lot of. That's a lot of salt. That's more assault than Will Smith. All right. Well, let's work our way back to that game. You know, part of part of what I appreciate is, you know, and we talked about a, a, a little bit of, uh, you know, a little bit about this pre-podcast. But, you know, you think about that game, Ducad versus Texas Tech, right? Very strong second half. Jeremy Roach was balling out. They had to grind out a tough victory with a well, cl- with a clutch finish to seal that win. All right. The, the biggest hold on the biggest key to that game, and this was both of those coaches. Both teams are so well coached, mm-hmm. but the biggest key to me was when Coach K took a page out of Jim Bayham's book and went two three zone and throw that, that zone up half. in there. And, yep. and because Texas Tech's Achilles heel is shooting a three. 
and they forced and Texas Tech was hanging with them I know. all game. I know. And leading all game. But when they switched to that zone mm-hmm. and stuck to the zone, mm-hmm. that completely flipped the script on that game. Like and and I will give uh that that was the one coaching adjustment that won them that game was they they switched to the zone forced Texas Tech to do something they can't do, which is hit outside shots. Mm-hmm. And that was enough <clears throat> to get them to pull away and win that game. Well, that and Duke also made their final eight shots of the game to put it away. Well, that helps as well. And that's usually a plus. Yes. It doesn't hurt. Um, but By the way, the Duke's first tournament win in the Pacific time zone. Uh, yeah, I saw that. Well, I, I mean, I guess realistically you'd expect them to be in the east or the south, right? <laughs> yeah, sometimes the side, West, yeah side note side note i love all the people that are like yeah, look it's the first time duke and, and unc are going to play each other in the tournament but uh, let's be honest part of that is because those teams are generally going to be good enough they're not going to be in the same region correct yeah. you know the, the, the they're not going to put duke versus unc right where they're going to meet in the round of 32 or <laughs> the, you know what i'm saying like if they're going to meet it's going to be in the final four and they were in the final four before I want to say it was Kansas, UNC, Duke. I don't remember who Duke beat, but that would Duke beat uh, Kansas in the in the final. I can't remember who they beat to get there, but they were in the final four together before. But the only way they, only way they would have met would have been in the championship game. So, but you know, part of that history is is clearly they're good enough. They're they're just generally in different regions. So the only way you meet is at the end. You know. And that's what you get this year. It is, it is it's essentially the end. You do get it. That would have been the what ninety one, wasn't it? We'd have to go back and double check, but that should have been uh, Duke over Can- whatever year Duke was over Kansas. So I think that was ninety one because that was Duke when they beat UNLV, and then Kansas would have had to beat North Carolina. Mm-hmm. That that could be, could be. I don't have it right in front of me because ninety two Duke beat Michigan. You know what's well, funny is I didn't realize they're because they're in Nolens. I didn't. I had forgotten that that's where Chris Weber had the timeout. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, if you go look at the history of Final Fours in in Nolens, there's some pretty there's some pretty pretty classic moments, dude. That's one of them. I chuckled. I was like, oh lord, Chris, look at old C Web. Tweet. <laughs> womp womp. Mm. Mm. Actually, you know what? I owe the I owe this to the Fab Five. And yes, that's dirty pool, but I'm gonna do it anyway. <laughs> and Sh- Shannon, it was 1991. There you go. Look at that. Thank you, Randy. Yeah, I, I, I will say it, it. And we've given St. Peter's some gloss again. Well deserved. That game again. We're we're treading in Sweet 16. Then we'll bump to Elite Eight and then call some shots. Uh, when St. Peter's knocked off Purdue, I, I just want to I want to say one thing in particular. Okay, we mentioned that's the first time a 15 seed reaches the the Elite Eight. I absolutely thoroughly enjoyed uh, not Ivy missing a three to tie the game up at the buzzer. And Mark, I know that I know that you've been all you know you've been a, an Ivy fan, but watching Matt Painter and uh, is it pronounced Eddie or Edie that really gigantically tall dude for Purdue? Yeah. Watching the two of those guys with the shocked Pikachu faces at the end of that game, was phenomenal. <laughs> I don't, look, I'm not raging on Purdue like a, a bag on Auburn, okay? And Lindy, 
rest assured, I don't need a good story to hate Maryland. I just hate Maryland. So I I salute. Here's to you. I'll raise a glass to your dislike of Maryland and the turds and er, the terps. <laughs> FTT, fear the turtle. Fuck the turtle. How about that? Maryland Ooh. chumps had to get out of the ACC and go tail tucking and run to another conference. Punks. Damn. Mm-hmm. Not that you're better or anything. No. They can fuck off. That's why I was enjoying watching that mi- <laughs> that miracle minute or whatever it was with Jay Williams back in the God, what what a shame. What a what a shame that that oh. dude had that motorcycle accident and we never got to see what he could have been um as he grew into the NBA. That's just it's really too bad. Um but yeah, Matt Painter and, and just with the shot Pikachu face was great. And St. Peter's, by the way, first team to win multiple games as a double digit underdog since the tournament expanded in nineteen eighty five. Uh, I did think it was a, a just an odd, fun factoid that I think it was about 10 years ago, and Purdue played St. Peter's in the first round, obviously eliminated them. So it's kind of like long-run long, long run payback. And I mm-hmm. thought that was great. I thought that was great. Uh, Mark, I, I would ask you this. Um, in, in any particular, like, I don't know, impressions, takeaways from Sweet 16 land that you want to throw in, you know, throw into the mix, or you're ready to bounce to the Elite Eight? Yeah, let's go to the Elite Eight. We, we, we got a lot of great basketball there, for sure. For sure. Uh, I, I will say, man, I, I I felt myself really rooting for the ACC, so I was all aboard. Again, until UNC plays Duke. That's a different deal. But I was all aboard. I, I wanted St. Peter's to beat UNC, right? I did. But there was a part of it that was like, man, UNC Duke would be incredible, right? So here we are. But I was definitely pulling for Miami to somehow find a way to stick it to Kansas. I was really happy with how that first half went, uh, and and the, then it was done. Then it was done. Kansas absolutely whooped Miami's ass in the second half. It was forty six to seventeen in the second half. Un fucking real, dude. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> uh, that that that's. I think that second half by Kansas was maybe the scariest half we've seen out of anybody this entire tournament. I mean, I mean they, 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 they were, if they play that good the rest of the way, I mean, shit. Uh, I mean, I, I certainly favor them to, to get it done um, against Nova, but like, holy, holy shit. Yeah. That was a destruction. Yeah. I mean, it, it, they made Miami look like they forgot how to play basketball in the second half. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. I mean, like th- that was an I, I think, that was an embarrassingly bad second half for the Canes. Oh yeah, I, I was going to say. I mean, I, I think that Miami, uh, they they, I don't know. This sounds condescending because I mean, obviously they got to where they got and kudos to them. But I don't know. Maybe kind of out out outperformed their abilities to get to where they got to. I I, I don't know. I I, I I'm certainly not calling them scrubs by any shot. They couldn't have gotten to where they got to with by being scrubs. But um, yeah, they but, they clearly you know, kudos to, the, to keeping up in the first half. And I mean, I think I mean, they, weren't they up? They, they led, led by six, by six they the half. Miami led by six. Yes, the half. And they lost and then, by twenty six points. <laughs> that's, dude, that's, dude, not, that's not supposed yeah. to happen. Kansas had a twenty five to seven run in the first ten minutes. Unreal. Right, they trailed yep. by six and they won by what twenty six? Twenty six, like they that's were a 30, up by six to half. That's a thirty two point swing, bro. You're twenty minutes away from Mm-mm. the final four, you so, get just housed in the second. We half. do know that clearly the Miami Hurricanes get the Peter Shrinklage Award of the Week. We know that's that, bro. 
Yes, they yeah. do. Because, bruh. Way to come up short, y'all. They're they're on the Feb if, if if they're on the ACC calendar, you know they're February. That's all I'm saying. Damn. I'm saying. But you're not wrong. Not wrong. <laughs> anyway, but no, Kansas, I think, can play with. You know, if it's a grinder game with Villanova, they can play. If it's a hot, you know, if they get to the championship game and it's UNC and Duke and it's, it's a run and gun high speed, they can play. I think Kansas can do whatever. You know what I'm saying? Um, and it, yeah, it, credit to the Canes for getting where they got, but Kansas they cranked it up and they just ran them off the damn court in the second half. They made them look so incompetent, man. It was just on. Um, well, that or they, that or they just really didn't want either Larinaga or Charles Barkley to go shirtless. They just like you know what, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, that too. Hell with this. Uh, <laughs> I, and I'll say this: uh, Kansas has a distinct advantage because uh, Villanova lost Justin Moore to a torn Achilles. Yes, uh, that was just awful. So when they showed the replay of that, Shannon, I will ask you: Is there a part of you that's like? F Kansas since they passed Kentucky, I believe, for the most wins in college basketball history. Yeah, it, it, we've been neck and neck with them for a while, but last year's Kentucky team really just screwed us over. So, um, I we we throttled them in January, which is the crazy part. Like we we throttled North Carolina, we throttled Kansas at Kansas mm. in late January. And yet we lose to St. Peter's. Like, it's just, it's frustrating. Um, but I think Kansas goes to the championship game. I I like Jay Wright. I like Villanova. It'll be a tough game. Mm-hmm. But I think losing Justin Moore and, and Villanova having a short bench as it is, and, and the way they just played that second half and just, Villanova got was, a, it's a steep, steep hill to climb. Does, that was does scary. Just, does Villanova that just second half? Do they need to muddy the water and just make this an ugly game? Is that how they win? Probably. Yeah. At least, some, at, least, at, least at least at least some of that. Yeah. Yeah. You got to muddy the waters, and you got to be a physical as hell. But B, you better pray and hope you don't get in foul trouble because mm. you are fucked if you do. Mm. If you're Villanova. Because the bench, like North Carolina, when they go into the game against Duke, they better pray that they don't get in foul trouble because they're fucked if they do. Hmm. Well, you know, at Villanova, if memory serves, I think they've got the highest free throw. I think they, I want to say they hit like 83%, in history. 83% on the year is where they're yes. at. It's ridiculous. As a team. Yes, as a, as team. a team. As a team. And it's the, and right now, it, it's still the highest percentage in the history of the NCAA. That's filthy. It, that is filthy. So, if, so. If, it, if, if it's a foul fest and Kansas is, is on the wrong side of that, man, Nova's going to drop. It's ball game. Right? Mm-hmm. That's one of the ways St. Peter's got past a lot of people. You keep it close when it's a foul party late. Yeah. It hits free throws, you know. They took Especially they, that kid with the mustache. They man. took Shannon for a mustache ride. He knows. <laughs> Randy had to console him at the sports page or whatever it was. Like I said, when watching that game and seeing how <laughs> thing, watching how physical that team was, and it, it definitely took Kentucky out of the game. And 
you're right. Villanova's only real chance is to somehow get Kansas out of their game, like to be physical with them enough to get in their head and start making them make mistakes. That's and, the only and, way you can get past a team like that. And the thing about this tournament run for Kansas, mm-hmm. which is probably about as positive as it can be, their best player who averaged over 20 points has been averaging 10, 12 points a game. It, it's been everyone else. Yeah. So – just imagine if your star player, who's a wooden finalist, one of the top five players in the nation, catches fire in the final four and possibly the championship game. I mean, look out. Yep. Look out. I mean, <laughs> mm. I mean, that's just that's the scary part. I hear you. That it, when you're talking about Kansas right now, because Ooh, you know, me. all the focus is on UNC Duke, but Brother, you you better look out for Kansas. Well, this I know. Like one one of the topics has been if with so much focus on UNC Duke, is this one of those times where it's like you have, you know, what people consider like the de facto championship game, and the other side, and like the de facto championship game, they beat each other up so much that whoever comes out of the other side is in great position. They're like, yeah, go ahead, go to overtime, go to double OT or something. Beat the shit out of each other. We'll see you in the championship round. Pull a Syracuse UConn and go to six OTs for all week. Yeah, why not? Screw it. Yeah, yeah. There's there, there, there's 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 plenty of truth in that. I'd say I, I it'd be naive for you know a ton of people to feel that way if they're just kind of college basketball fans in general and not like either diehard Duke or Carolina fans because I mean a let's not pretend that Kansas is ever a slouch team and b again I'd say based off of the way they finished that last game they're the they're the scariest team left they're 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 better overall than Duke or Carolina I'd say it certainly doesn't mean somehow that they're they should be the slam dunk champion I'm and, su- and, and I, I, honestly I'm surprised you would say that I figured uh you know what what are, what is the uh the betting lines look like who is the betting favorite I'm I I want uh, to uh, Shannon or, or, or Randy can look this up I uh I'm pretty sure that Kansas is is the favorites to win it all at this point I think mean, oh. Nova's de- no Nova's definitely the the, the lowest Duke would be second in the Carolina third. Um, Duke, Duke is not that, – that, and that's right to me. I mean, I'd agree with that. Uh, Duke All is right. not – Duke is. I wouldn't pretend that Duke is far from them. And I, I know both – it's interesting. Both both games um, uh, Saturday are uh, uh, four-and-a-half-point favorites. So Duke is four-and-a-half-point favorite against Carolina and uh, Kansas four-and-a-half-point favorite against Nova. I, I'm showing – I was going to say I'm showing Duke as four, not four-and-a-half. Four. But. Okay. Might have shifted a little bit. Um Certainly, it's going to be tough for the public not to be significantly on Duke because you know it, it you know, the Coach K sentiment and everything. You certainly expect them to be you know very angry after you know the way they lay last faced off. Um, you know, I don't I don't know that I personally felt like it was quite as embarrassing as Coach K did, but I get it. Um, they they definitely <laughs> let 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 <laughs> let, let, let that blow Duke. I might yeah. as well just go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that line of cackles, fantastic! Um, it really drunk is. hyena, man, drunk hyena. Really drunk hyena is right. Um, <laughs> so, I, I, I certainly, I expect Duke to get it done. I would be surprised. I'd be most shocked at a UNC blowout. Duke blowout could happen. I think Carolina definitely. There, I mean, the whole reason that Baylor got back in that game 
they can get turnover happy. When they when they get sloppy, they can get turnover happy. And I think Duke obviously has enough speed, enough strength, uh, and, and you know, active enough hands. If Carolina gets sloppy, if uh, Love or uh, Manic or um, yeah, if they, their shooters just aren't aren't really hidden, sometimes they can go you know pretty cold from three three point lands. Duke could blow them out. I'd be pretty surprised. Uh, um, l- let me let me tell you what I really don't want to have happen. <laughs> let me just tell you because I have a song for it. <laughs> All, right. All right, here we go. Because I. <laughs> Because I actually like this dude. This dude, Manic, has been a baller. Yes, he has. Uh, did he transfer from? Was it Oklahoma? Yes. Where um, he had no beard. It, by you the know, way. you look at the picture of him as a freshman. It's wild looking. It's like he went from freshman, short hair, clean shaven, and then he had <laughs> hair, and now he's at UNC with hair and a beard. Right? He looks like he should be hawking paper towels. Right? He's about <laughs> at that point. You know, <laughs> it's just wild. Uh, but, but <laughs> let me tell you, man, like one of the, one of the UNC fans that I work with, like I saw her today and she, uh, uh she had like a salt, like, um, like a boot on one of her ankles, one of her feet. And she was using this like little scooter. Like, so she had, you know, she has one leg out. She has one leg kind of up on the scooter, kind of tucked up. She's rolling around. And I was like, yeah, what happened? And, uh, she's like, well, I celebrated too hard. You know when when you know UNC beat Duke at uh, Cameron, I was like, oh, oh yeah 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 you did. Uh, so we were talking a little bit. And I was like, well you know I hope you heal up, hope you're okay, blah 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 blah. And I said, here's to no celebratory injuries this weekend. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, and I laughed. I don't, she didn't find that part as funny as I did, but I laughed. I uh, think it's funny. Yeah. Uh, she. I mean, she smiled. She knows that we've given each other some friendly grief. <laughs> Uh, over the over over this piece, but um, oh shoot, I forgot where I was gonna go. Crap, maybe maybe, maybe uh, you song pre- maybe. song. Oh oh, the song, yeah. the song, the song. Yeah. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. So uh, I, I've appreciated even as a Duke fan, I can appreciate what Manic has done. But my worst fear, my worst fear is, is in my Duke fandom would be that UNC not only beats Duke, but then delivers on Monday. And it's a manic Monday, dude. <laughs> Do you know how much I would want to vomit? Yeah. <laughs> you you are tempting the sports gods right now with this. You realize this. <laughs> Look. I, I was gonna give him gloss for prior what he had did before. I, I was gonna have like you know the manic fun day for what he had done before. I'm just letting you know that my fandom says ah crap, but this is what I don't want to see happen. You know, I don't I don't want manic Monday. That would don't be manifest it, dude. Huh? Don't manifest it. Yeah, don't I'm, be don't be a Matt and end up willing it into existence. <laughs> well, look, Matt was scared. Matt was scared. Packers fan Matt was scared of the 49ers. I said, don't be scared. That, that's his own fault. Look, to, to be the best, you got to beat the best. And you know what? The fate, the, the basket, like if this is the fate of the basketball gods, right? Let me tell you, 13th Final Four for Coach K. All right? First of all. Uh, Most all time. First of all, kudos to Duke for, for handling Arkansas. Uh, they shot 55% for that game. 
and they led 76 to 59 with about three minutes to go. And Arkansas made a push. All right. And Musselman also had a shot Pikachu face. Very happy about that. All right. William Williams was a baller. That was K's 101st, 101 tournament wins. That's incredible, by the way. Yeah, especially when you can only get six in one season I know. at best. It's ridiculous. But the 13th Final Four for Coach K, passing John Wooden for most all time. Wooden had 12. Mm-hmm. 17th for Duke overall. Uh, here's, a, here's a fun factoid segue, right? <laughs> Segment or whatever. Uh, Coach K, there's 36 years between his first Final Four and his last Final Four. All right, he's the first college basketball head coach to reach the Final Four in five different decades, which sounds weird. I'm like, what? But it's it's five different decades. It's so odd to think that. But 36 years between his first Final Four and his last Final Four. All right, Dean Smith is the only other coach with a 30 year span, 67, 97. Do you know Do you know who the next closest person is? Bobby Knight, Randy. Bayheim. Oh, Bayheim. Mm. 87-2016. So maybe Bayheim can sneak one more in. Maybe. Right? He's got time. I don't know when he's going to retire. He's got to be close. But I was going to say, I think I mean, he's probably the next domino to go. He might, he might be. I mean, the dude has been head coaching since before I was born. Yeah. yeah. Um, so at K36, Dean Smith 30, and Bayheim 29. <laughs> Uh, by the way, I did like this in the post game. Somebody asked uh, Coach K to rate this team compared to some other Duke teams, and he said, "Just like I," he said, <laughs> "I was cracking up." He's like, "Just like I don't rate my daughters, my grandchildren, I'm not going to do that." <laughs> I was like, "I was like, solid answer, man. You just stay away from that. Just enjoy enjoy the moment for what it is." Exactly. Right? And I was going to say real quick. I know one of the things that yeah, and certainly anybody who watched watched the. Um, the last Duke win, um, you know, saw this right after the game. But, like, uh, one of the billion reasons why I love Coach K and would love Coach K even if, you know, I wasn't a Duke fan. Um, I loved that, you know, two two great little snippets from the post game uh-huh. uh, where he was being interviewed. I can't remember who was interviewing him, but uh, he was being interviewed. And um, first, uh, after just asking a quick question about the game, then wanted to start talking about him. And um, and he just immediately shot it down. And said, "I'm I'm on their bus." You know, this, oh, this I have me. that. On- I have that. I have that. Here, hold on. All right. I, I have that. I have that moment for you, bro. Good man. Hold on a second. I think I paused this right where it needs to be. I know there's emotion, but for you to be able to continue this run in your oh, final season, I'm on. I'm on their bus. <laughs> I'm on their bus. They're not on my. Am I? Yo, you should interview him. This is the go right here. No, no, shut up. I'm gonna. The shut up is fantastic. Yeah. And and I mean that's that, that's just so indicative who who he is. I mean he's he's, he's funny. I, I love uh I don't know if everybody you know is aware of this, but a, a pretty funny thing about you know like him um uh, him versus uh Roy Williams was that, you know, um or excuse me, Dean Smith. Um that you know Dean um, you know, was the uh, you know love cigars and and and, and love to have a drink. Coach K occasionally would have you know wine and things like that, but not really much of a drinker. But Dean Smith, you know, was was just I think I think maybe for religious reasons, but really just wasn't uh, didn't use cuss words. And you know, Coach K is very much the opposite on that. So that's 
you know, oh, to, Co- uh, Coach K is not afraid of some curse words. <laughs> no, so that's a, a pretty always been a pretty funny dichotomy that uh, people have definitely written about the two of them. But um, that's just, I mean, it's it's not an act anymore, and I mean, it, 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 it ne- or it's never been an act. And you know, he absolutely could be reigning in the praise and, and I mean, obviously now and certainly once it's truly done, no matter what happens the rest of the way, people are going to be talking about him forever. And I mean, you know, but obviously a whole lot, you know, shortly after the tournament. Um, but, you know, to him, it's just truly not about him. I mean, he, he's like, I'm not on the courts. I've never been on the court. Uh, these, these guys are the ones that get it done. And he, he doesn't want the attention. And I don't know. That's just, that's just so admirable and then obviously you know the fact that he's super funny too i mean you know uh, ben carroll coming up and uh, you know talking about him being a good and perfect death bitch shut up <laughs> yeah, i will say it would be you know i mean we'll see how it plays out i mean kansas if they earn it they earn it if villanova does it they've earned it if unc does it they've earned it if duke does it they've earned it you know, uh, these teams have grown and survived. And, I mean, Villanova had an issue with COVID. Uh, Jay Wright was talking, I think it was on PTI, and he said something. Uh, he was being a little bit funny. Um, but he said, we've had every disease, COVID, foot and mouth. <laughs> I just laughed. <laughs> Injuries. We've had a crazy year. But we're ready for this. We've been through it. Because, obviously, they were they were talking about the Justin Moore injury. And he's like, we're going to miss him. But we've been through some other stuff. Uh, but whoever comes out of this – is going to have earned the win, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but I think the storyline to have taken it in the chin against UNC at the end of the regular season, to eat it against Tech, and then to deliver and grow and develop and then get the chance to see UNC again, right? I mean, there is a story. There, there's a storybook ending that's waiting to be written. Will Duke write it? We don't know. But, yes, I am biased. Yes, I am a Duke fan. Yes, Randy, we're going to blow Duke on the podcast for a minute. Um, to get that storybook ending would be incredible because you usually don't get those. There's only a, right. a, That's a rare treat in the sports landscape. Elway had it. You know, you can cherry pick out a couple of moments where somebody had that kind of thing. It's rare. Elway, uh, Jerome yeah. Bettis, Peyton Manning. Yeah. Like it's Brady's apparently determined to have it. Brady just Brady. <laughs> if he, if Brady could have. Brady's like, you know what? That was storybook. Nah, I'm not done. <laughs> he could have done mean? it after Tampa Bay, like after the Super Bowl last Look, year. He, not this if year, he, but if last he had, year. If he had walked off after twenty eight to twenty eight to three comeback. Yeah. Right. Of I course. Mean, of course. Okay, we would have probably perfect mic drop, but apparently he's not the. No. It's not okay with him. He, he's Honestly, with, look, like if he'd walked look, off Tom, after beating Belichick this year, he would have been. Do you know what fine. Tom Brady's waiting for? This is the reason Tom Brady won't retire, Mark. He wants the Giants to actually get good and show up <laughs> in, in the Super Bowl so he can finally beat the Giants. You you realize this. Tom Brady is going to play until the Giants make it to another Super Bowl and he defeats them. You know this, right? It's very possible. I think I, I think that's the reason nobody has talked about this, but I think that's the deal. That's the ticket. <laughs> that's, very possible. That's so goofy. Uh, <laughs> but you may it, be divorced by that point. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe uh, it, it, I, if I can pivot back, at, you know, and I I, um, I don't, I don't want to interrupt you with Duke stuff, but I mean, I, I'll freely admit. I mean, I, I I'm a little surprised I really haven't yet in the tournaments or, or thinking about things uh, during some of the games, but. 
I mean, I'm 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 expecting to get a little emotional uh, with with the game. Hey, however, buddy. the result result happens. Um, it's it's uh, being a Duke fan rivalry with my brother, especially, but but all of it, um, you know, throughout my childhood. Don't, don't tell me your brother's a UNC fan. Oh, you didn't know that? Yeah, he's a. That, I mean, that that that's again. Other than the Mets, we are always you know diametrically opposed on teams. He's a Celtic fan. I'm a Lakers fan. Uh, you know, the Washington fan. I'm the Giants fan. I know Dallas would have been more directly opposite, but I didn't want to be a Dallas fan. I knew, um, you, I knew your brother was a cunt. Cunt. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll tell, I'll tell you, it's really, it's really entertaining. Um, and 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 he, he would say it the exact same way I'm going to describe it to you. But um, he, he's been been uh betting lately, and and he he likes he likes doing the futures bets more than I do. I'm a little bit too impatient for those, but. He uh, he picked out a, good, a couple of good, um, you know, either to get to the final four or to win at all teams. He, he had um, both Villanova and Duke. Oh. So right now, right now, he, he's at a, a painful crossroads where you know it would be uh, you know costly to him if Duke doesn't win. But he he knows he's like I can't I can't not root for Carolina to beat them. Uh, and obviously, if Villanova you know gets gets through, that's that's his longest odds to to, to, to win a lot. Um, yeah, best case scenario would be obviously Duke and Villanova both win, and yeah, he's, he he wins either way. Um, but that's that's pretty funny to me. Um, <laughs> but anyway, I mean, I I think other than you know asshole Carolina fans, I think it also kind of presents an interesting scenario where most people that I know, because they still rec- you know game recognize game kind of thing, are like you know if if Duke wins this time because we have respect for Coach K. Not going to be that devastated. I mean, no. I, I, I'm not going. I'm not going to be happy, but it's just. I feel like you'd you'd have to be a special kind of asshole to not respect Coach K. And we way, I think it'd be kind of like Coach Pop. I don't, I don't know if uh, y'all saw the great clip of him getting ejected the other day. He got. I forget what he got ejected for, but he, he like made a gave a, a a wink to the to the ref who ejected him. I mean, he's so fantastic. He's so he's so pop. Um, and you know, I, I don't know who who could not like pop <laughs> um I, i'd like to feel pretty similarly about, about coach k yeah. i mean obviously we're gonna you know, like the most of we're you know direct fans of duke but anyway um it's gonna be emotional i mean it's, it it's will gonna be, be w- wild yeah. to realize you know that, that this is truly it i mean it's, i mean it's, it's not i don't know if it's gonna sink in immediately um it, it's, it's starting to sink in more than it, it did previously that uh, you know no matter what you know at most they got two more games I hope they definitely have two more games. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, we got, you know, uh, at most, you know, 80 more minutes of, you know, Duke basketball coach by Coach K. That's crazy. Yeah, I, I mean, mean he's, the, he's the only coach I remember. You yeah. know, I, I have some very, very vague memories of, like, Billis and kind of that era, you know, where, where more of my memories kind of pop in with, like, Danny Ferry and that run bleeding into kind of that, you know, the, the Leitner squad. But I watched a lot of ACC basketball with my mom as a kid. Um, and I just, I remember, I remember some of those guys. And so, you know, he's the only coach I remember. So I, there is something about that. You know, it's like, I've joked around a little bit, you know, with Tom Brady, you hate him, you hate him, you hate him. And at some point you have to respect them. Even if you don't like them, you respect them. And I I think Kay's kind of living in that zone. And I remember, you know, when Dean Smith was retiring, um, I was hoping he had a good exit, right? There's certain yeah. there's certain players and certain coaches 
what you hope is when it's their time that they that they walk off, they have a they have a good walk off, good send off. Right. And even better if they win on their way out. But you hate to see somebody where, you know, it, it just crumbles or like uh, I, I always think back to, you know, what Jerry Jones did with Landry. You know what I'm saying? Like that that was really tough. Um, and you hate to see some you hate to see a legend go out poorly. Now, Duke's right. had a great year, so he's not going to go out poorly. No. OK, mm-hmm. that 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 part's done. He, they had a good year. This is, I think, his youngest team ever. Uh, they've had a good year. Uh, obviously, winning the region, getting to this point, it's successful. However, it finishes, it's been successful. But it would, from a fandom standpoint, a storyline standpoint, the Hollywood, the, the whatever ending, um, and remember the ceiling is the roof. Um, <laughs> I think, it, it, like, it, there would. I think even if you hate Duke and and don't like Coach K, there would be put a little respect on it, right? Put a little respect on it if they got it done. Um, and it, you even even if it's begrudging, right? You'd be like, all right, <laughs> all right, coach. Thanks for the memories. Now get out of here so we can whoop y'all's ass next year, <laughs> right? You know. Uh, but I will say, look, UNC has six, Duke has five. It would be nice to square that up on the exit. Just saying. Oh yeah, and um, it'd be nice. Yeah, and and I I. I um... Couldn't remember who it was. Uh, I bet one maybe would, but but that I I definitely wanted to highlight that right there. I feel like it was just over a, a minute left when you know still damn tight against Arkansas. Somebody just made a super clutch three that was not an easy look, and and I feel like so many guys have really been stepping up in key moments. You know how much they want it for Gauthier. I mean, and and, and that do. that you know wanting it doesn't somehow mean it's just going to you know happen. No. But I feel like these guys are playing their asses off. Uh, obviously, Bancaro appropriately gets you know a lot of the the, the acknowledgement, but man, they they've got some unbelievable talent. Uh, obviously, you know Roach, uh, Williams, um, you know they they've got some guys that are super underrated. I think you know, or maybe not super underrated, but well, they're underrated. growing up. They're growing up. Yeah, they, they, they are, and they're, they're maturing. And, Look, uh, I mean, they're maturing as players, and you know the. You know, and I was texting you guys there in the Arkansas game. Like it just, it it was killing me because like Duke is is running great sets, and Arkansas felt like they were playing street ball. And I'm yeah. just like, come on, man! You're in a regional final. Duke looks so polished. They're they're running their sets, the screens, and everything. And Arkansas is just. Dude, it just looked like it was just one-on-one street ball trying to create your own shot. Like this is not the NBA. You're still in college. Like, yeah, I, and, give, and, give and, me some quality basketball. Yeah, I, and, and in the end, I think they were definitely out, out coached. Credit credit Arkansas for for getting where they got to for sure. And I, I'm not you know throwing them under the bus, but um, out out coached. Uh, and, and I don't know. They just, I mean. Bancaro, I mean, he, he defies a lot of logic and, and a lot of stuff he does, and, and the fact that he's going to only get better. Um, but uh, oh, he's and, a prodigy. He, oh, he's absolutely. A prodigy. But I mean, Keels, Roach, you know, AJ Griffin, I mm-hmm. feel like is is, is underrated. Uh, and Mark Williams, I mean, they they've got they've got depth. It's, Dude, it's wild when, how how young of a team they are. But when, when Williams uh, got that ball, and then Euro stepped somebody on the way to the hoop. I was oh, like, yeah, that was filthy. It was nasty, uh, man. It was nasty. I, I, I got I got really hyped. So, um, yeah, I mean, it 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 um, <clears throat> it, it's it's very 
it's impossible for any of us Duke fans or not to really have fully wrapped our brains around what this all means. And that, that sounds, you know, hoity toity and, you know, very macro, but it's, it's legit. I mean, there's no way that anybody can fully uh, have perspective on this right now. And, and again, I think it'll take a while for it to all really sink in. Um, I I think as long, as long as they're not blown out by you, that, that would, that would be hard, a hard pill to swallow. I don't see that happening. That, that, that would be a shitty ending to it. But I think as long as they battle hard, and I certainly expect them to, um, and, and I, I very much want to see them in the finals, but, you know, I, it's, it's amazing that they're getting to face off against UNC uh, here, and um, it's going to be fun. And, my God, it's crazy as uh, get tickets for that last game in Cameron oh where – I wonder how uh, if people are trying to re- resell tickets for. Ridiculous. Oh yes, yeah. no, no. As soon as as soon as uh, Duke UNC was locked in, the ticket prices start, I think they went up like thirty to forty percent like that day. I mean, it was quick. I, 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 that's not, doesn't surprise me at all. No, yep. mm-mm, mm-mm. So I'll say a couple of things real quick. Uh, number one, look, I, I'm no UNC fan, but um, they got. I, I'm still blown away that you, that uh, CBS cut away from the end of that game. Look, I got to see everybody else cut down the nets, other than UNC. And I was like, CBS, why are you screwing them, man? Show that moment. Show that moment. Uh, I loved the emotion that um, Hubert Davis showed, you know, for his team, for for that squad. I thought that was great. And It's tough following a legend, man. Of course it is. Of course it is. It was good to see old Roy up there in the stands. I wanted the gosh darn or some kind of random statement (laughs) from him. (coughs) That would have been pretty fun. But I'm not a Carolina fan, but I respect the rivalry. You know, I respect that. I think that it, it's a wonderful thing. Sports rivalries are great, particularly when you get high level competition and you get high level, you know, stakes. Uh, it's fun. Maybe not in the moment if you're on the, you know, the, the side of the team that eats it, but it's a hell of a thing. It's tough because, you know, Carolina got blown out by 30 last year in the first round, and then this year they're in the final four. So, I know. you know, it's, but, it's, but uh, for Davis, you know, he played, played at Carolina, and yep. now you're coaching and you're following in the footsteps and you're trying to create your own, like we said earlier, your own path, your own way, your own style. And that, takes time now luckily for him everyone bought in yep so well we'll see what happens well look we need to wrap up and get out of here um all right let's call our shots i fully expect randy to pick against duke because he's so tired of us talking about duke um i think (laughs) i think i think randy will take unc just to do it uh but anyway uh uh, all right Mark, mark what you got bro yeah you know uh Probably not terribly surprising. I'm gonna t- I'm gonna take Duke in a close one over UNC. Uh, I'll say Duke by four. Uh, Kansas. Uh, I, I don't. I'm, I have no betting interest in these games. I feel like you know you get these this far. You know, it's just there's so many different scenarios, and I just don't see the value in it. Uh, typically, uh, and I, I don't see value in either of these games. But I'm gonna take Kansas by I'll say seven over Nova. Um, and uh, I just, yeah, you know, based on what we saw last game, they, they bring the same team uh, again. Nova's no scrubs, but Kansas, man, I mean, they, they definitely look the most intimidating. Um, all right, so Duke, Duke Kansas final, Duke Kansas final, ah, yeah. uh, man, uh, hell of a final. I, I have no idea what's uh, what I would expect, expect the betting line or anything like, like that to be, but 
Um, I, I'll take Duke. Um, I'll, I'll take the. I'll take just the, the classic walk off. Uh, Duke, Duke by two. Mm, all right, Shannon, what you got, bro? I've got Kentucky's varsity over Kentucky's junior varsity <laughs> winning the national championship. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> just kidding. Um, I think Kansas just that second half is they're going to win by double digits. I, I think the loss of the guard for Villanova is just going to be too much. much, just too much. And, and they'll force some turnovers and it, it, the depth is going to hurt Villanova at, at that point in the second half. And yeah. So Kansas, Kansas takes that game. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I just like the coaching experience of Duke over North Carolina in that game. Uh, Hubert, I, I give them credit for getting to where they've gotten to. You know what, but... Shannon? I made a tragic mistake. I made a tragic mistake. I can't believe I did this. I blame I blame myself for this. Uh oh. There was only one way to have you call your shots for the Final Four. With Dukey and, and, and UNC? Are you kidding? Oh, Come on, man. McGuffin. <laughs> Call your shots. <laughs> Call your shots. It's Coach K's last dance. Come on, bro. Coach K's last dance. And now, the late game on Saturday night. Duke versus no and try their barbecue sauce. It's vinegary. <laughs> oh. Give me the Duke experience on that coaching staff. I, you know, the sweet. I'll, I'll joking aside, I, mm. the Sweet 16 and Elite Eight in college basketball coaching still matters, and you saw it when they switched it to the two-three zone. It's not his style. It, it's right. not. It's not his style. And normally, like coaches of that echelon, don't change up what they do. They they do what they do, but he had been around Beheim on those Olympic teams. He said, mm-hmm. you know what? They don't shoot the three. Well, let's switch our defense up. Mm-hmm. And it made all the difference in the world in that second half against Texas tech. Mm-hmm. And then when you saw the Arkansas game and just a casual observer, if you watch how the offenses were flowing in that game, and you just you saw like Arkansas at the end of the first half had a chance to cut the lead to two, and Duke's what was it like twelve or fifteen points at the half? Like it was a, it was such a like Arkansas missed an easy putback. Arkansas had some opportunities. They had the opportunities, and Duke just <clears throat> took it to them, and they they sprinted out to that lead. It just 
they ran their offense just like a well-oiled machine, and that was the game. That was it. Mm-hmm. And I just think the experience of the coaching staff of Duke will be the difference in that game against UNC against Kansas now. Mm-hmm. Bro, I hope that's the game. I really do. Because Self has won a national title. Coach, you know, K's got five. All the chips are in. You got two guys who could unfortunately Banchero's not in the top five for Wooden, but he's gonna be in the top five of the draft for sure. Mm-hmm. Bro, that that's gonna if that's the game, if that's the if championship that's the game, game that's this be year, out of the game. I'm if if I'm a I don't know. I, I feel like that's a pickle. The emotional side wants you to see if you're a fan of college basketball, you want to see a guy who's won all these years and who's been a, a good ambassador for the game to go out on top. But, bro, with the way Kansas played that second half against Miami. It is Miami. Call your tits, McGuffin. <laughs> All right, look. <laughs> I, I love the pause. Like, he was like, I don't know how to respond to this. <laughs> I'm going to take I'll, I'll, I'm gonna take Duke because I don't want Kansas to get too far ahead in the all-time win. You wins have department. to root against Kansas, Mr. Kentucky. But there's a lot of K's going on. You got Kentucky, you got Kansas, you got K. You're in like a world of of screwiness. And, and I will take Kentucky to win a national championship. Good. No, I'm just kidding. Good for you. Oh, I, no, I'll take. <laughs> I, I'll take Coach K to get the um, to get the ultimate penultimate send off. Uh, from a Kentucky fan, that probably means this is bad news. But thank you. I appreciate you're, the sentiment. What can I say except you're welcome? <laughs> he's trying to jinx your ass. What he's trying to do? He might be. This is it's it's a it's a curse in reverse. That's Which what, means Villanova's going to win the national championship. Wouldn't that be wild? And fuck everybody. That, yeah. That, <laughs> all right, all right, Randy. Randy, just for funsies, what you got, man? All right. I mean, I'm not. So you're dark. Heart, it's, it's all I good. Am, I'm not a heartless bastard here. Okay, I understand the gravity of like. Everything happening in the tournament, even though I don't really care, I didn't have a horse in the fight to begin with, and it's just one of those things where, but for you guys, I think it would be awesome to see Duke get to, get to the championship game just because, you're right, It's it, at this point, it's about moments, right? It's about story, and what better way for Coach K to end that story than to have a shot at going out on top? So I will... I'll call Duke. Wow. To beat UNC because I think the emotion's going to be there. And I believe that the players are going to want that for him. And they're going to play they that much harder just to have that chance for that moment. Well, you know, they already got some of the ugliness out the way against UNC with the home loss, right? All the emotion. Uh, and, and look, I, I, he's taking a high road and saying, oh, it's not about the revenge or the rivalry or blah, 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 blah. Those are 18 and 19 year You know what I'm saying? Like, it's in their mm-hmm. head. And if, if they can stick at the UNC and send them, send them off on, like, champ, I mean, that's, like, incredible. I totally thought you were going to be like, ah, oh, Duke. And it makes 
I look like I give a fuck? Dilly <laughs> I was really, I was really kind well, of expecting. That's, that's just the NCAA tournament in general. Yeah, yeah. Right? let's that, be honest. That's, that's where I wow. thought you. That's where, that's where I thought you were gonna go. That's where I thought you were gonna no, go. No, well, well and the thing is, you know, I'd, it'd be, it'd be good for you guys because I know how happy you guys would be about it. So, I'm not gonna sit there. Very. And sh- I'm not gonna shit on your potential happiness. Now, Aww. if it was football, different story. Fuck well, yeah. <laughs> but um, blow Duke. I might as well just go to bed. <laughs> Insert your shitty team here and fuck them. But, you know, that's just how football is with us. <laughs> anyway. Alex Trebek. Fuck them. Fuck them. <laughs> um, I, I, I think Kansas is probably just going to be like, you know, I, I wouldn't say we're not going to say it's paint by numbers. We're not going to say it's just going to be an easy walk in the park. You know, teams get to the final four for a reason. So I, I but I think that Kansas will probably handle handle Villanova pretty easily. Plus, Given the history Villanova and Syracuse have, fuck Villanova. So there you I go. Could, I, but of course, I can say fuck Kansas as well, considering the tournament history Syracuse has with Kansas. Um, <laughs> fuck them. Yeah, fuck pretty much. Uh, as far as the for you guys, I'd like to see Duke mm-hmm. take the title. Uh, but based on what I've seen, what I've read, what you guys have said about Kansas, always oh, feeling Kansas. Yeah, I, I have a feeling that it's going to be a close game, but I do, and I do think it's going to come down to the end. But I think Candace may pull it off in the end. I don't want that to happen for you guys, but I think that's a real possibility at this point. Randy, I was all excited about your prognostication skills. What the hell? Knock the fuck out, man. I'm gonna Will Smith bitch slap your ass. <laughs> what? Because I will give it right what? back. What? What the hell? He's really strong, dude. You you don't want to go slap or slap. With okay, Randy. we've already done that before. Ra- yes, Ra- I lost. Yeah, Ra- Randy, Randy, oh, Shannon, uh, we're you're not on our level of of man slapping. It's okay. <laughs> it's all right. Well, you Randy? two are. You two do weigh about a hundred more pounds than me. So yes. Yes. <laughs> You got me there. Yeah, we do. Well, Hell yeah. You should no, not I'm, drink and bake. That's true. I mean, and, honestly, and by the way, Justin, if you want to come over Sunday night, feel free to. Well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what's going on. But honestly, right. I wouldn't I wouldn't mind seeing Duke win it just because it is a great end to a great journey, a great story. Would be. Would so be. I I just it's just one of those things where it's going to be a battle of titans <clears throat> at this point. It's going to be emotions are going to run high for both teams, and it's going to be whoever comes down and makes the fewest mistakes, and obviously whoever the rim is kind to, that and the rest are kind to. It sounds like the rest have been assholes this entire tournament. Don't call ticky-tack fucking fouls mm-hmm. in the final four or the final. Don't do yeah. it. If somebody jumps straight up, right, for a block, if they jump straight up for a block, don't don't tweet unnecessarily, y'all. I'm just saying, okay. Let them play. I'm not saying let them abuse each other, but let them play, okay. Let them play. Let them play. Uh, as I make my uh, prognostication, I already told you what I was going to pick. Y'all know, okay. Yep, we know. But as <laughs> as I make my my as I call my shot, all right. You know I'm taking Kansas. You know I'm taking Duke. 
And when it comes down to Duke versus Kansas, I'm going to raise a glass real quick to Bruce Willis because I'm doing full damn John McClain. Duke, y'all, yippee ki yay. <sighs> yippee ki motherfucker. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I want some yippee ki yay victory. And. You shit me the frog, kids. <laughs> yippee ki motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. As parents, yes, uh-huh. we do. And what I hope, what I hope is that for all the people that hate Coach K and hate Duke, right, if we get the storybook, okay, just remember. The ceiling is the roof, baby. Now, you understand my reading behind trying to push this goodwill on Duke, right? Because I hope that when Bayheim's time comes, that this is exactly what happens for him, too. So trying to get some of that positive You want some, uh, you want some good mojo? Yeah. All right. You get some good mojo. We'll do it. We'll do it. All right. Well, gentlemen, it's time to get out of here. We we said one thirty, and we accidentally hit two. But you know what? Always That's take, better than the past. Still uh, good for the brew. Always, always take the over when it comes to the sports brew. We're still under two hours, though. So That's that itself thing. That's a good That's that itself is an accomplishment because rarely do we hit that time threshold. <laughs> That's pretty good. The tournament's been super enjoyable. Uh, the last couple of Elite Eight games weren't great. But on the whole, it's been a hell of a run. It's been a hell of a tournament. And I hope we have a hell of a finish. Obviously, I hope that Duke bags this thing and we get the storybook. But you have a lot of good storylines no matter what happens. You know, so give us some great basketball. And as always, fandom aside, as always, fandom aside, fandom aside, give us a great story. Um, But my fandom not aside, give me some Blue Devils, baby. That's what I'm looking forward to. That's what I hope we get. But look, from all of us to all of you, enjoy the Final Four. Enjoy the championship game. And um, hopefully we get – I don't know if we're going to be able to catch up next week. It's spring break for us. So we we might have like a, a little bit of a gap. But rest assured, we'll follow up on this. Uh, we'll get to some other NFL news. We'll get to some other things. We have a lot of quarterbacks we haven't talked about yet. And I got a lot of stupid stories saved. I've got an impressive amount of really ridiculous articles and stupidity and things that will make Randy go, ah, for fuck's sake. I got some stuff. We're Total just shocker. I know. We're just not getting <laughs> We're just. We got the draft at the end of April, dude. We're That's good. Right. I know. We, and we'll, we'll get to all of that. We have. And NBA playoffs. Undoubtedly, we'll have some articles and some moments and some bits and some stories where you will absolutely. Where, oh, my gosh. Did I lose? It? Oh, there it is. Uh, we'll have some moments where you will absolutely probably want to turn back time. Mm-hmm. And be like, what did I just listen to? What is this crap? <laughs> It'll happen. I know. (laughs) We'll give you some garbage somewhere along the way, but (laughs) it's going to happen. But anyway, from all of us, all of you, enjoy, enjoy the weekend. Enjoy uh, the Final Four and the championship game. And uh, Coach K and Duke, here's to it, buddy. 
Let's get this done. Let's bring it home. And let's send uh, Coach K off proper. Respect. Mm. Gentlemen, as always, it's great to catch up. Mark, it's really good to see you. Good to Uh, see you, Mark. Thanks for staying up and, and staying strong and, you know, hanging out with us. Randy, we'll catch up in Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. And uh, Shannon, I can't wait to uh, you know send you down your driveway in your rolling chair as you have to as, as you have to deal with another Duke chip. It's gonna be great. But <laughs> until then, as as our man Dirk says. Oh my God! Oh! Shut it down! Oh Let's go home! <laughs> That's right, buddy. Oh, 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 no. oh, I know what I meant to ask. I want to know, like, what's happened with the streaming numbers of G.I. Jane? Has that gone through the roof on, like, Netflix or whatever service it's on? Right? Like, all these people are probably like, G.I. Jane, what the hell is that? Let me watch it. <laughs> like, I'm, I'd be really curious what the streaming numbers are for that movie. I mean, with that and Bruce Willis having his deal today, I mean. I know. Uh, Bruce Willis, again, raising a glass, man. Yeah, dude, that sucks. yippee ki Stay strong, buddy. And Demi Moore was tremendous in G.I. Jane, so don't don't think that was a diss. Like, G.I. Jane's a badass. That's a hell of a movie. It is. I never it saw really, it. Really. I vaguely remember her having a, a shaved dude, head. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I bet the streaming numbers of that are, look, the ceiling is the roof. I'm yes. sure that's the that's, ceiling is the roof. That's right. The ceiling is the roof. I'm sure that's the deal. But anyway, okay, we gotta go. <laughs> we, we gotta go. It is time, gentlemen, because you know what? As always, talking talking sports, hanging out, drinking beverages. Dance, how you killed this? I understood the assignment. We did. Y'all did. I understood the assignment. And hopefully. Duke does as well. Fit it strong, y'all. From all of us to all of you, we have the Sports Brew. We'll catch you next time. We'll catch you on the flip side. And good night now. Peace out, y'all. Later, friends. See ya. Good night. <laughs>